0: Well, welcome. Uh, my name's Scott. I'm one of the pastors here. We're in week five of a series we're calling The Wind. And we're learning together about the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit uh, comes into our life, what the Holy Spirit does inside of our lives, and then what the Holy Spirit wants to do through our lives. And as I was planning this series, I realized there was someone I wanted you to hear from uh, that I, I just so deeply respect and so deeply admire uh, because of his connection to the Holy Spirit and how he leads the people in his family and the people in his church. And it's my friend, uh, Pastor Ken Jenkins. Ken was here, and his wife Beverly were here a number of months ago and did a marriage thing. Some of you attended that. And uh, Ken pastors the church, Refuge and Restoration Church, outside St. Louis in, in the city of Ferguson. And um, he and his wife. And he had a seven what Thursday. Where were you? Yeah, there you over there it was thursday ago a week ago right so yeah he had an emergency appendectomy and he's still here (laughs) yeah so so what i'd like you to do is i'd like you to uh to give a good real life welcome to pastor ken jenkins would you do that
1: man. It's good to be here. I'm a, earlier this morning, I said that I wasn't going to move a lot. But after I started preaching, that kind of went out the window. And so uh, I'm going to make sure that I'm preaching under the influence of the Holy Spirit so I don't be sore when I get through, right? <laughs> but I want to I pray, and then I want to go right into this. There's some things that God's been dealing with me about over the last couple of weeks I want to share with you as it relates to being a spiritual church. Father God, I want to say thank you. Thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to be here, God. God, I thank you that you love us so much, God, that you came and died and rose again, that we may have a right to eternal life. And I pray this morning, God, that my preaching and teaching would not be with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power, that our faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God, I thank you that you've given us power over all the power of the enemy and that nothing, nothing by any means shall harm us. God, I love what you're doing. We're excited this morning. We thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We have a few verses, but I want to start here, uh, verse 4, 1 Corinthians 12 and 4. No, 1 Corinthians 12 and 1, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 12 and 1. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. And I want to kind of highlight briefly the meaning here of the word ignorant. Often when we look at Scripture, we understand that it's usually something that's uh, hidden that has to be divinely revealed, and that's called revelation. Here, Paul is teaching that there are things about spiritual gifts that we just need to know. That is not revelation. There are things that has been revealed that we should have this information. Matter of fact, the word ignorant here means to lack information or to ignore information. So there are things about spiritual gifts that scripture is saying, and Paul is writing here, that we need to know. And one of the first things that um, Paul emphasizes is that it is the Holy Spirit that divides and distributes the gift to people as he will. So often we focus on the gifts, plural of the Spirit, when literally we need to focus on the gift of the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit that manifests in our lives. It's the Holy Spirit that divides and that uses us as He wills. And so that's important to understand because sometimes we get a little wrapped around and ask about this gift and that gift. We need to know what they are, but it's the Holy Spirit that works through us in our lives. Now, I want to point out three things that happens when we become a spiritual church and what the Holy Spirit begins to do, and we can get excited about this. When you look at scripture, and we go to 1 Corinthians, I wanna look at 14 and 12. It says, even so, you for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that you may excel to the edifying of the church. Now, one of the things that happens when we become spiritual, and we allow God to begin to work with us it builds and edifies the church. Matter of fact, Paul writes to seek this. He says seek to excel at edifying the church. Spiritual gifts shouldn't divide us. They should bring us together. It should cause us to grow, cause the church to excel. And so the first thing that you begin to see when the church is operating under the influence of the Holy Spirit is that the church is building and is growing uh, spiritually and growing in maturity. So Paul says seek to do this. This should be something that every believer seeks to do is to build and to edify the church. And so that makes sense when you think about uh, who we are and the things that we face in the world and what's going on in the climate and society that the church should be built up. We should be able to stand some of these things and deal with these things that we face. The next thing Paul says, and I want you to go here if you can, 1 Corinthians 14, 24, and 25. And I want you to picture this for a minute. Now, I want to walk through this and kind of spend a few minutes here. He says... Paul writes this, he says, if all prophesy, now prophesy is used in two ways here. It means prophecy, means to speak, uh, to, to foretell, but it also means to speak under the divine influence of the Holy Spirit. And so he's saying that if we came into a church, and I want you to picture real life right now, and let's say you came in here, and it says if an unbeliever came in or one that is unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. And thus all the secrets of his heart is made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in him, in you, of a truth. Now, I want you to think about this. The scripture says this. When we are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, the whole church, not just the preacher, right? Not just uh, a person that we think is anointed, but the whole church. He says, when the church is under the influence of the Holy Spirit, that you literally can have somebody walk in the door who is unbelieving and unlearned, and what happens is God will bring conviction upon their heart. Not only will he convict them, but he will begin to reveal what's in their heart. And it says, and they will fall down and worship God, and then they will know of a truth. That simply means that they will see the reality of God in you. So I want you to think about, knowing that you can have a church where no matter the condition of the person that's connected to you or in your life that if you just get them here they can get free can you imagine that you can go get your buddy or your uncle or your sibling or your child that's wayward that's struggling with drugs or alcohol addiction or whatever they may be struggling with and you can get them to a church and God will bring conviction upon their heart because of you not only will he bring conviction but he will bring manifestation of what's happening in their lives. And he says, and they will worship God and see that God is in you. I, I want you to think now, because often when we're at church, we kind of look to the, to the stage. But what if you looked around here? What happens when God is manifesting through you? What happens when he's manifesting through you? It says that God will become a reality to the people that walk through this door. Now, I don't know about you, that gets me excited, that there's a real possibility. And I want you to grab hold of this because this is in the Bible. I'm not just trying to convince you of something the Scripture says, that a person will have conviction of heart. So I don't care what the condition Think about our world right now. Think about what's happening in society and what's happening in our community and all the division and all this stuff. Paul says because of that, doesn't that indicate that we're carnal and not spiritual? Matter of fact, when you continue to read this, Scripture says that the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. It actually means to bring together. So when the church is operating under the influence of the Spirit, what the Spirit of the Lord does is unite us. It brings us together. So I want you to think about it. If I'm an alcoholic and I come in here and I get free, I want to come back here. And not only do I come back, I bring my friends back with me or if I'm bound by drugs, or if I've been a criminal, if I've been a liar, whatever I've been, if I walk into a church and I get free. Come on, anybody excited about getting free? Anybody know some people that need to be free? Well, the Scripture says that if all the church operates under divine influence, that you can go get your friends. You can get your partners, you can get your kids, you can get your crazy spouse, you can get the crazy kids, you can get all the ones that don't want to act right, right? He says, bring them here. Can't you picture them standing outside of the door going, what they got me here for? But they come into a place, and somebody sitting in the back, turn around and say, the Lord told me to tell you this. Or somebody else goes and prays for the sick person, and they get healed. Or, or God works a miracle through you. Can you imagine a church where regular folk who have surrendered to the Holy Spirit, who have made a decision that they're going to submit to divine influence that God would operate through you? This is the reality of the church. This is the only thing that's going to change what's happening in society. See, we're divided in church by everything now. Who I like, who I don't like, what political preference, what color I am. What. The Bible says that if we are spiritual, none of this stuff matters. When I'm spiritual, <laughs> what matters is I can pray for the sick and they recover. What matters is that I got faith that can move a mountain. What matters is that God will give me a word that will change your life. What matters? I mean, can you imagine you, you? I mean, can you imagine yourself? Think about it. How excited you would be to come to church. See, the Bible says the Holy Spirit divided to every man severally as he will. So what if you come to church this week and he used you to heal somebody? And next week you got a prophetic word. And the next week you have a word of wisdom. And the next week you have a word of What happens when you have the gift of discernment that the Spirit of the Lord is working through you? You'd be running through the doors. Because you would come to church to be used and not to get. You, you would come here with a different mindset. You would come and be like, how is God going to use me today? And you would be turning to your spouse or your friend or the person sitting next to you thinking, how God used you? And y'all would be in a group talking. And think of Bible study after that. You'd be like, girl, <laughs> I was at church And God began to use me, and I prayed for this kid that was sick, and they got up and started shouting hallelujah. Can you imagine? God is saying this is what he wants at real life, what he wants at our church is called Refuge and Restoration, what he wants at the church down the street. He says, I want to be revealed in you. It's not about coming to hear the best preacher. Y'all got some great singers, and we need all of this, but God wants you. That's what's going to break the division in our country. That's what's going to cause us to unite. This is the thing that's going to separate, you know, uh, what's real and what's not real. It's the reality of God. Because when a person is sick, I don't care what your denomination is. If I'm sick and I know I can get healed here, I don't care if you're black, you're white, you're Republican, you're Democrat, you don't believe nothing. If I know that if I show up here and God's going to meet me, I don't think I'm going to be worried about what street you live on. Right? Right? Paul says these gifts are given so every body can benefit. Everybody. So everybody can benefit. And it takes the whole church in order for it to happen that way. So I know many of us here today don't think it could be you. You think, well, maybe I messed up too much. I haven't been to church long enough. I don't know enough scriptures. I don't see... A list of qualifications to be used. I don't see it. If it's in your Bible, let me know. What I see is God saying that if you will surrender to the divine influence of the Holy Spirit, I'll use you. And here's the cool part, don't worry about how He's going to use you, however He wants. So if the Lord says, go pray for them. Don't worry about what's going to happen. Just go pray. If the Lord says to them, go tell them that their son is going to be all right. Just go tell them what the Lord said. See, being used by God is not complex. It's about being obedient. It's about simply doing the thing that God is leading you to do. Because the spirit of the Lord devise his gift as he will. He wants to manifest through all of us. How many of y'all want to be used? I mean, for real, for real, want to be used funny, I used to, I'm getting a little older, I thought for real, for real meant fro-fro. So for all of y'all that are (laughs) a little bit older, I was asking what they were saying, and yeah, it was for real, for real. I was like fro-fro. I just, (laughs) I just had throw that in. But I want you to think this morning, because I want to do something, and, and God put this on my heart, is that. He wants to shift the dynamic that's taking place in all of our churches. I can see, when I close my eyes, God using the entire church to reveal the reality of God. I desperately want to see it on a regular basis. I want to see God. You know, one of the things that I've always said to myself uh, since accepting Christ is that I just want to see a real God. Some of you may or may not know, but in 1906, Pastor Scott and I was talking about this. The Azusa Street Revival, and it's documented history, Christian history and non-Christian. You can look it up. But the Spirit of the Lord fell in California in 1906. And in 1906, when the Spirit of the Lord fell, he began to manifest the gifts of the Spirit. People were being filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Healings was taking place, miracles. And people began to uh, convene here from all over the world on this street. It's a real street called Azusa Street. And People came, and they were rich, they were poor, they were black, they were white, they were coming from different countries. This continued every day for six years. Millions of people showed up. And it was during the height of Jim Crow. So you know how the division was. It was terrible. But the Spirit of the Lord came, and he brought the body of Christ together. And miracles happened. And people were healed, and people were delivered and God did a phenomenal thing. Well, why not here? Why not here where the Spirit of the Lord just comes and he begins to move through you? And people just start showing up because they heard God is here. Anybody, anybody excited about the possibility that God can show up and be here? So I want you to do so. I want everybody to stand. only thing that God desires is surrender. God wants a people that will surrender to him. Forget about yourself. Forget about what you need. Or forget about what you want, but just surrender to him. Because when the spirit of the Lord comes, there's liberty. Listen, God is not going to use you and keep you bound. Think about it. You can't serve two masters. You'll love one and hate the other. So if I surrender and really serve God, he'll free me from all the other stuff. See, serving God is the greatest thing you can do. Allowing the Spirit of the Lord to work through your life. So I want to ask you to do something. We got a few minutes here, and I want to pray with you. Is that God wants to use you today. I didn't come all the way from St. Louis after having this surgery just to preach. (laughs) No, God really wants to do something. God wants to reveal himself. He wants to show up, and he wants to use you. So some of y'all already raised your hand and said, okay, God, I want, to, I want to be used. So I want to ask you now, if that's you and you sincerely said in your heart, God, I desire for the spirit of the Lord to come and move through me. I want you to come to the altar. If You're saying, Lord, I'm ready. I want to be, I want to be that church. I want to be a part of this. God, I want to see you move through me. I want you to come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your name, God. This morning I was reading a scripture and the Lord began to speak to me. He said that um, he was leading us down a path that we had not known. And I kept reading it over and over. and It was just getting in my heart. He says that I'm leading you down a path that you have not known. I haven't been this way before. You haven't seen me just pour out and manifest and use everybody. What we've seen is one person or a group of people on stage, and God, is like, I want to I come off the stage. Right? I want to come off, and I want to use you, and I want to deliver people, and I want to heal people, and I want to set people free through you. So I want you to lift your hand. And this may be challenging for some and maybe some not. I heard the second service is a little bit more rowdy, so y'all might, y'all might be okay. But I want you to surrender right now. I want you to open your mouth and let God know that you're surrendering. And while you're praying and in the midst of surrender, I want you to listen for God because some of you guys right now, God getting ready to speak to you, there's some folk here you need to go pray for. There may be somebody here that God is going to put a word in your mouth don't be afraid. Sometimes God will reveal things to you, and he'll show you things about people, and all God wants you to do is just go pray with him. Come on, I want you to begin to worship God right now. I want you to begin to open your mouth. Come on, surrender your heart to him right now. Let him know that you want to be used. And while you're worshiping, while you're praying, it's okay to open your mouth. You've got to declare a thing, and God said it will be established. You're saying, God, I want to be used. God, I want to see a church where I can bring my friends in that are bound, or my family members that are bound. People need to be delivered, and God wants to use you. So it's okay to surrender. It's okay to let God know that, God, I trust you. Come on, somebody right now, be brave. And those of you that hear the voice of the Lord and God is speaking and you feel led to go pray with somebody, listen, it don't have to be a loud prayer. You can be quiet with it. Just be obedient to God this morning. I want you to move as the Spirit of the Lord is moving on you. Come on, I want you to hear God and move because there's somebody that needs to hear you. You don't know if somebody got up this morning and said, Lord, If I don't hear from you, this is it for me. This is the last day, God, I'm checking out today. You don't know if somebody's getting ready to make a bad decision and they need to hear from God. Maybe you're the person with the word in your mouth. Come on, don't be afraid this morning because once you start doing it, I'm telling you, when God uses you, it just is a blessing to your life. And it gets so exciting because it may be a person standing next to you ready to give up. And I don't have the word. Maybe you do. Mm, bless your name, God. Bless your name. Come on, come on. Don't be afraid to move. Listen, I, I, know, I know the spirit of the Lord is moving in you, and some of us are nervous, but, but we're going to speak against the spirit of fear. Trust God this morning. You said, God, I surrender right now. Mm, bless your name, God. Mm, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Like Isaiah said, send me, Lord. Here I am, God. Use me, God. Send me, God. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, God. God desperately wants to use his church. He says, seek that you would excel at the edification of the church. You seek it. He desperately wants to get a hold of you. He desperately wants to use you. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah, Lord. One of the scariest things to do is that to feel like God is speaking to you and not be sure, right? Like, God, what if I say the wrong thing? God, what if it's not you? I know I, I, sometimes we, we, we're thinking like that. But if God is speaking to you, trust him. It's a step in faith. You know, when I first started praying for people and approaching people, I would say, listen, I think God is saying this to me. Can I share it with you? I kind of buffered it. I gave my disclosure, my disclaimer. But the more I began to pray with people and talk to people, I saw that God was really there, that he was really talking to me, that he was really sharing things with me. And I watched God do phenomenal things. So I want to encourage you this morning. Don't be afraid. Trust God today. Somebody got to go first. Then you get excited and share your testimony and say, God was talking to me too. Bless your name, God. come on we got a few minutes come on come on worship him while you're worshiping God is speaking to some of you guys I know he's talking come on don't be afraid to open your mouth and worship him thank you Lord just thank him thank him and hallelujah is good enough thank you Lord hallelujah Lord bless your name God God we surrender right now God we submit we surrender God use me Lord come on ask God to use you use me Lord use me Lord have your way in my life God God, I surrender all to you. Use me, Lord. Give me the words to speak, God. You said that you would be with my mouth and you would teach me what to say. Use me, Lord. Use me today, God, even now, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. God, I thank you for people being delivered. I thank you for people being set free. I thank you for people being healed, God. I thank you for people... Having the right minds, God, I thank you, Father God, that there's demonstration of the spirit and power. Mm. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Mm. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Bless your name, God. Mm. Come on, let him have his way. Come on, submit. Come on, surrender your heart. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Mm. Bless your name, God. Mm. Bless your name, God.
0: Mm.
1: Glory to your name, God. Mm. 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 Bless your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Glory. Yes. Your name God life you. Mm. Thank you Lord Bless your name God Glory hallelujah Lord Bless your name God Glory hallelujah Lord Bless your name God Glory, Bless your name, God. <coughs> mm, bless your name, God. In Hallelujah. Thank you. Mm. Praise mm. your mm. Bless your name, God. Mm. Glory to your name, God. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Bless your name, God. Bless your
0: name, God. We're going to pray. Mm. And then we're going to go. I was over uh, praying on the steps, I had the uh, image of a uh, plug that was unplugged mm. uh, that was looking for the power.
1: Yes,
0: Lord. So, Lord, that's us. That's a lot of us. We we don't have the power. We're we're like a plug in search of the source of energy and power. And so we need your spirit. Yes, Lord. we need to plug into your spirit. And God, there are some of us, I know, in this room that we need to say sorry to somebody. Yeah. We need to own up to something that we said or did. That hurt somebody. Yes. And so we want to respond and go make things right. Maybe we just need to say, I'm I'm sorry for my part. Forgive me. Mm. Thank you, Lord. So, Lord, you want to bring some healing to some relationships today. Yes. Lord, we want your spirit to be in charge of our lives. We, we don't want to be a weird church. We want to be a powerful church. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So, God, we're open. We're open to what you're this is, For some of us, this is out of our comfort zone, and we don't quite know what to think. But we just, we're that plug. We're looking for the power. So I would even just let me let me just offer this to you as, a, as something you can do. Just, would you hold out your hands with your palms up? Just tell the Lord what you need. Mm-hmm. Tell Him what you're afraid of. Yes, Lord. Maybe you need to say it out loud. That's okay if you don't. God, here's my fear. Yes, Lord. And then ask the Lord to, to release you from that. Yes, Lord. And you could even turn your hands over and say, God, I let go of that. Yeah. I let go of that. Thank you, Lord. And I take and I plug myself into your power. We want that. So now we're going from this place, Holy Spirit. We've asked you to come. And so we say it again. Come, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Come all the way down. You offer us every bit of you. You don't hold anything back. So come all the way down. Come all the way in. God, we don't want to leave anything unturned. We, we want to close off some little corner of our life to you. I want you to come all the way in. And now come all the way through. Yes, Lord. All the way through. Make us a spiritual church. that operates in your power, by your spirit. It's in step with what you're doing. We want that. So we receive that right now. Yes, Lord. You would just say that. God, I receive that. God, I receive that. I receive that. that. I want that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I want that. I want that. So thank you. Thank you. We go now in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And we have the same power that you said is available that will be in our mortal bodies. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead will give life to us, give life to our bodies. So we... We need that resurrection power. We need to be plugged into that this week, God. We need that. And you've got uh, reconciliation for us. You've got forgiveness for us. You've got healing for us. You've got a fresh start for us. You've got a different way of looking at things for us. We want all of that, all that your spirit brings. We want all that, so we ask for it in your name and all God's people said, "Amen." amen, amen. You're sending out to love God, to love people, serve the world in his name. See you.